0: back to Loud, Holiday Edition. Yes, bitch, this is going to be a special episode because we're going to talk about all things holiday. But before I start, I have to update you about my life because, you know, I have a mic so I might as well tell you. So for Thanksgiving, I actually went back to my roommate's boyfriend's house and then her family was there, his family was there. And basically we all played in the snow, drank a little too much and we had the best weekend ever. Shout out to Jared for making that happen. It was honestly so much fun, and I literally want to buy a house there in the Little Woods or something like that. So keep supporting my podcast so that can happen. Okay. I think my highlight was probably getting there after I missed my flight and, you know, doing all that thing and slapping the bag and then having dinner and then doing karaoke on the couch. We were yelling on top of our lungs. I will always remember that. It was so fun. Another thing that has happened is that I, I went to Wonder Farm Festival, as I, I told you guys in the last episode. I actually ended up spending a lot of Sunday alone because my friends couldn't meet me until later, but I made it a point to myself that I have to do things independently even if no one can join me, so I am living up to my promises. But it was actually really cool because I ended up meeting like a lot of different people and like going to a concert with them and you know, leaving and then doing my own thing and then meeting some new random people. So I actually felt like I had a successful experience. But there was one particular time in this one set where everyone was just kind of making out around me. I was like, damn, are y'all 18 at the club? Like, what's going on here? And it was, like, really nasty. It was, like, too much for me to handle. But basically, it kind of made me hyper-conscious, I guess. Because no one has really hopped on the Natalia Express, you know, in a minute. So um, I got dating apps like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) I swore them off a while ago because I had like a salty experience, but you know, that was five years ago. So I need to move on from that trauma and see if this works. And in the last like 30 minutes that I've had this, one of the prompts that I have, so actually, if you don't know this, in dating apps, you have like prompts that you have to answer. People can like relate to you or whatever. And for mine is a life goal of mine is blank, blank, blank. And then I answer being a girl in Hinge, I made it. And the bitches love that. So I don't know. I think it's working. I'll let you know. I also might get bored of this like tonight because I have ADHD. So I'll let you know how it goes. Okay, so moving on to mistletoes and ho-ho-hos. I love Christmas. Okay, I like a lot of things. But in this particular season, whether or not I have a boy, I make my friends and family go do shit like see the lights, do ice skating, go to bubble lights and do all that crap. I feed right into it. I do the Christmas sweaters, I get people hats. I'm just really into making every single season I can epic. So, you know, just live, live my truth, leave me alone. So while I may love the holidays, I also understand that they do bring a certain level of stress and a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. So you see how that got dark again? I gotta bring myself back down to earth. So that's why I wanted to talk about it in this episode, because I wanna help you navigate through the holidays or I guess the stressful parts about it. So let's start with covering the bases. So we're actually probably the most busy in the holidays because we have all these things going on, but we also have to do things like wrap up our work deadlines, which can be really, really stressful. And if you're a student, you have things like finals. So already going into the holidays, you have the most stress you have felt all year. So things don't really start out that cute because we're going from a high level stress situation to like, oh my God, put on the Christmas hat and let's be happy. And you don't really have a lot of time in between to decompress. And I feel like this makes us extra crazy. And rightfully so. So I think that's important when you do go home and you go into, you know, holiday mode, that you do keep things in your routine that are going to make you happy and also make you feel grounded. Because I feel like, yeah, it's nice to like do things out of the ordinary, like holiday celebrations, but I think that it can really help you feel not as overwhelmed if you keep certain things about your routine that really matter to you. So for me, I go home to Florida, so I still make it a point to work out while I'm there. Like obviously I don't have my gym facility or my classes, but I will go for a run and do like a little ab workout outside or something like that. That makes me feel like grounded and have something that I do in San Diego that I can also do at home. And for some people that may be like going on walks or waking up at the same time in the morning to have breakfast so you can have that alone time so you're not like, you know, family, family, family or friends, friends, friends. Or, you know, reading a book before going to bed. Like, just, I feel like, pick something out of your routine that's going to make you feel grounded. And I think that really does make a difference in your mental health and, like, how you're feeling. Because it can get a lot for a person to, once again, go through finals, do all your work deadlines, and then have to entertain people. That takes a lot out of a person. So it's important to kind of build it in your schedule, whatever you may be doing. Have a little alone time. Okay, so that's kind of just a general... Keep a little bit of your routine, try to have a little alone time so you get less crazy. But now let's dive into the sauce when things get ugly. So basically awkward family situations, uh, you know, stress around buying gifts. Do you bring your significant other on the holidays or not? Like things like that. So I actually gave you guys a poll on how you guys deal with like awkward holiday situations. And I gave you guys four options. And I'm going to give them themed holiday categories. Number one, it's going to be get drunk. I'm going to call it the jingle. Like jingle bells, bitch. Duh. The next option that you have in a, when faced with an awkward situation is ignore the comment or change the conversation. We're going to call this the Rudolph, the reindeer, because you're going to get the fuck out of there in your motherfucking sleigh, okay? The next one, the Santa, which is... When you actually engage and explain yourself why is it called a santa because you're going down the chimney you're gonna get in there and get personal and the last one my favorite one is gonna be called the mrs claus you know not a lot of people know her because i think that she gets very little tv time totally unfair and i have a feeling that this is because mrs claus is a fucking bitch So, option D is the clap back by Mrs. Claus. You're gonna say something sassy back that may, you know, cause a little problems, but it is an option that relieves some stress sometimes. I'm personally more like a Santa person, but if you really piss me off, then Mrs. Claus is gonna fucking come out. Okay, so let's start this thing. Cue music. Excelente, the family gathering. The stressful part about the family gathering and why we need help surviving this its because we put a lot of expectations on our holidays. We want this time to be like a pretty snow globe of holiday cheer with glitter coming out of our buttholes, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Which of course, you know, Hallmark makes it seem like that's how we should have our Christmas. And the thing is, like, you can't control if your Aunt Carol goes crazy or someone gets way too drunk. All you can really do is be present and enjoy your time. And you have to do your very best to stop comparing someone else's family or situation to yours. Like you can't just look at your friend's family like, oh my God, they have more fun. Like they're playing all those games or, oh, I wish you were in a cabin going skiing. You can't do that. You have to be happy with who you are and who you have around you because you have to be grateful that the fact that these people that wanted to be there with you are there right now. They made that effort and that's all that counts and that's enough. And obviously social media makes everybody's family seem better than the others. So you have to stop wasting time wishing that you were, for example, somewhere else or wishing that someone else was there. Oh my God, my best cousin, favorite cousin couldn't make it. You kind of just have to accept who's around you and be grateful that they made the effort to be there with you. And I feel like that's key. And also acknowledge that even though... Other people may seem like they're having a better time or their family's more, I guess, together or something like that. It just may not be the case. I remember one particular Christmas where everybody in my family was depressed because we had all just come to America and we made it seem on social media that we were really happy and having a jolly good time. Meanwhile we were just crying and we were super depressed. So you you just have no idea what's going on behind those pictures or behind the videos. So Don't romanticize what you don't have. What you have is just fine. And that'll help you make the best out of the situation. And also, like, I think what's important too is that you can create your own family tradition. So if you like what your roommate's family is doing, guess what, bitch? Tell it to your family. Be like, bitch, I want to play Scrabble every morning. Make your family... Like, you have to take initiative. You can't just wish that things were different. You as an adult or a grown person, you have to make your own traditions. Like, if you want to do Christmas crafting on Christmas Eve... Guess what? You have to say something about that. Guess how all traditions get started? Some bitch decided a long time ago that, hey, everybody's coming to my house and we must wear matching pajamas and we will play Scrabble. And then we're going to decorate the house and then we're going to decorate the tree and then the kids are going to make cookies and I said so. And then no one's questioning it years down the line. Meanwhile, you're questioning, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Suggest the idea and your family may love it. Like, personally for me, my own tradition that I've created is that I now make my family watch the Nightmare for Christmas every single Christmas Eve. Why? Because I said so. So, live your truth. And make those traditions that you really want, make them happen, boo. So, in this case, when you're feeling depressed or anxious of the fact that your family is not having the best holiday ever, you're going to pull the Santa, Get down down that chimney and do your thing. Okay, so Natalia, okay, I get it, I get it, we're grateful now, I have accepted, this is my family, I'm going to be cool with this. But what happens when my family wants to ruin it, when they're trying to fight, when they're trying to make things weird? Because there's always someone that wants to make things weird. So I asked for a poll, it's poll time. I asked you guys, what kind of awkward questions do you get at the dinner table? And we obviously got some good ones and we got some classics. Um, excuse me, what haven't you got back to school yet? Why do you hate us? Why don't you call more often? Do you have a girlfriend now? No, tita, I'm gay. Why are you single? Why the fuck is your ex here again? Jolly, jolly, jolly. So I think oftentimes family is just asking you this because they just haven't seen you in a while. And they think their comments are not harmful. When they're asking you things like, why do you have a boyfriend? Or like, why don't you call more? They're not really trying to attack you. It's more like, they haven't seen you in a while. And they're just trying to get whatever they want to say out now. Some hoes, however, be projecting and trying to make you feel incomplete, which is wrong. And a lot of this is because I think that they're trying to validate their own life. So like, for example, like if your cousin has three children by 30 and you are, you know, a working woman and perhaps doing better financially, (laughs) they're going to want you to have the family, for example, because they know it makes them happy and they want that for you. So it could come from a, a cute place. Or they could feel like they lack something that they want in their life and they're trying to validate their choices. So they're going to try to make you feel shitty about whatever place you're in. Like, oh, you have a career that's dope, but you're single and your ovaries are expiring, bitch. And this is where family gatherings can get awkward because we're all lubed up in alcohol and thinks it worse because they oftentimes will say this in front of everybody else. So for this awkward conversation, I would also do either the reindeer, which is like to shift away from that conversation Or the Santa, which is addressing the point at hand. But I want you to address it with a lot of confidence. So for example, when it comes to like things like people judging you and your career choice or what's going on in your life or you being single, I think it's good to prepare a response. I need you to like think about anything that someone could attack you because you know that one family member that's a little bitter and she gonna attack you or he gonna attack you. So I want you to be ready with a confident, excellent response because no matter because the people are judging you or they're making you feel insecure or attacking you in this way and that's harming you, you need to kind of shift your thinking and be proud and own whatever stage in your life you're in. So for example, so the classic why don't you have a boyfriend, why don't you have a girlfriend, why are you guys not married? You need to carry yourself with confidence. And for example, for me, like I'm constantly asked about like why I don't have a boyfriend. So I'll just tell my family, you know what? Like my career is thriving. I'm really happy. I have friends, I go on trips. And honestly, I'm just not willing to settle for anything basic or like a relationship that's not going to make me happy. And then I'm going to be like, that's right, Thea, because I don't want to be divorced like you. Okay, I don't actually say that, but I do think it. Yeah, but basically just carry yourself with confidence. If you say like, look, I don't have the following because I don't like it this way or like I'm really happy in this way with my life. That's gonna really gonna deter the Carols and the Carls of your family because what are they gonna say? If I tell my family like I'm not willing to settle, I wanna find the right partner for me. Or they're gonna say, No, bitch, settle. Or like that doesn't make sense. If I tell someone that, yeah, I'm working at this job right now, but I'm actually working really hard towards this other thing, or they're gonna be like, stop working hard. No, they're gonna shut the fuck up and they're gonna stuff their face with more food. Okay, so how about like inappropriate comments? Like when something's really, really heavy which is like when people sort of get into a fight. I always recommend the reindeer. People always want their points validated. So if your relative is saying something that makes you really uncomfortable or even something racist or something like really messed up, I think it's good to just say like, look, hey, I see why you wanna discuss this or why you wanna discuss blank, but how about we talk about another time? Because once again, the holidays come with a lot of expectations and every almost everybody has like the extra fire in them because once again, they want this idea of the perfect family. So they're attacking things about you that they picture as not perfect So because they're trying to get to that perfect family idea or they want you to be like, yes, I will change. Like it's almost like they're trying to have their one heroic moment tonight, which doesn't really make sense because it's a lot of pressure um, for life changing one night. But unfortunately, Hallmark makes us think that this is the time to do that. And once again, even if you do feel triggered and you get really upset, remember that everything is in hands. So it's not the time to talk about it. Even if you get really upset, I think it's better to swerve it out and let it go. And if this is still bothering you tomorrow or in a week, you go ahead and you go ahead and talk to Aunt Carol. But oftentimes, and more often than not, this comment really won't bother you past the holidays, and you'll just go back to not seeing Aunt Carol. In a, uncle carl for the next two years so i just don't think it's worth the stress so the best way to deter it is to be like i get your point i appreciate that let's play some scrabble and i would also maybe encourage you know a little jingle up in here start to get drunk get a little karaoke going just do fun things to avoid awkward conversation that can also be a thing with family that's like really stubborn works for mine every single time Whenever things get awkward, at least in my family, the best thing to do is be like, ooh, let's talk about something else. Alcohol shots. And then they forget. But, you know, most of us have ADHD in my family, so it works for us. So do what works for your family. And going off of things just being completely enhanced, y'all know about cuffing season. It always happens in the fall and then things get real weird and real uncomfortable when y'all are trying to define the relationship around the holidays. Or if you've been dating someone for like six months or so, you're like, damn, is he going to take me home? Am I going to take him home? This will often add a lot of stress to relationships. And why do we do this? I don't understand why people need to define relationships around the holidays. I just think it's a wrong time to do it. Because oftentimes people just want to validate the relationship they're in. They want to make it seem like they're more serious than they really are. And it'll oftentimes make you speed up something that's just like, not there yet so basically with this if you're debating whether or not to bring someone home for the holidays if you're debating it and it feels really soon odds are you guys are just not ready and trust me if this person is your person you will have the next round of holidays for y'all to make out on your mom's couch or whatever and if you're expecting that they'll ask you to go home for the holidays i think especially if you haven't been seeing someone that like For that long and they're not your long-term, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend. I just don't think you should be offended and I don't think you should expect it because you really have to think about it. Holidays are really intimate. Do you you really want to be meeting everyone in the family for the first time in a holiday party where everybody knows each other and you're kind of the only stranger there? Because I really do think that it's better to meet the family in a perhaps more Chill environment, you know, maybe like go to like a low key family vacation or go in the spring or something where the attention is not the holidays. Because once again, people are trying to make their holidays this beautiful snow globe Christmas movie. So then you're not even the focus. So I really would advise you if you can avoid it and the relationship's really, really fresh, especially if it's a situation where you have to fly out to their family or whatever, it's always better to wait. The best candles, the ones that smell the most delicious. Are the ones that burn really slow and last a long time so are you a cheap candle bitch or are you an expensive candle expensive holiday candle i thought so and as we've discussed earlier there's a lot of awkward family moments that can happen like do you really want to be there in those awkward moments when this is the first time you're meeting the family because something about the holidays just makes us extra crazy so you know and of course we have some families that are perfect and amazing and they're very welcoming but Like I said, if you listen to this podcast, it's because you're nervous about certain things. So I'm here to try to fix the negative. Okay. So if you are going to the holidays for the first time, because you do not need advice if you're going home for the holidays with your partner for the second time, you should be a champion by then. One thing that can help you reduce stress is basically prepping your partner, whoever's house you're going to. We got to prep them. And I'm not saying just like kind of let you, you know, a little spark notes. No, bitch. I need slides, PowerPoints, pictures. I need files. I need you to tell me what uncle's going to chant, build the wall, and who's going to make sassy comments. (laughs) I need to know, is your family going to touch me a lot? Are there huggers? Are they going to be distant? Should I be taking that personally? You need to tell me all these things so that I'm not blindsided. Because if you just, if I just walk into your house... And there's just Confederate flags everywhere, for example, and guns hanging from the ceilings. And that half your family misses your ex-girlfriend and is not happy with me. <laughs> I need to know. Okay. And then lastly, if you do know that there are certain family members that are difficult, just like be there for your partner. You know. So like, if someone's trying to start something, be like, hey, like not right now, or like maybe let's not talk about the political debate right now. Once again, does anybody want hot cocoa? That's it, did anybody want hot cocoa? Just a reminder, Natalia is Hispanic. You cannot be saying that in front of her. Okay, thank you, I love you. Something like that. Because your partner is a little defenseless in the situation, she or he is trying to make a good impression, so stand up for them if you can. Even family is a little difficult. Okay, last ho-ho-ho topic, gifts. This seems to bring a lot of anxiety for people, whether it be affording gifts or what to get someone. Since we were just talking about visiting someone's family. If you're visiting someone's family, I feel like you don't necessarily need to buy gifts for everyone. That's a lot of money. Go in there, bring a bottle of wine, maybe some flowers to whoever's hosting. And if you're like not in a financially stable situation, I would encourage you to not be putting yourself in debt to get gifts. Because at the end of the day, people really don't remember gifts down the line. Like if you don't buy me a gift this year, I'm not gonna be like, Sam. My brother, 2017, did not buy me gift. How could he? No, absolutely not. I'm going to remember like the memories. I'm going to remember when I made fun of him and he started crying. Just kidding. You know, like the drinking and the eating and us dancing salsa in the living room. Things like that. Those things are a lot more memorable. We put so much pressure on like what we should get a person that you forget the real meaning of Christmas, which is honestly just spending good time together. So if you're like not financially in a situation where you can get gifts for everyone, you can either do something small, like, hey, get someone like a little ornament or something symbolic if you do like to give to someone or you just tell your family like, hey, like this year, like I really can't because I'm taking care of some financial situations and you don't have to be like, I'm a broke ass bitch. You can say like, hey, I'm prioritizing certain things financially this year so I can do gifts. Love you. They're going to understand because they're your family. And once again, I think it's super important to address this with confidence. Don't go about it like, I can't, I don't have money. Just say like, it's not a priority right now. Like this year, like it's not a priority for me to buy gifts. I'm trying to pay off my student loans. That's it. Everyone's going to respect that. So have the conversation, look confident and don't be upset that you cannot buy gifts. Now, if you can buy gifts and you are stressed about what to get a person, it's not that deep, once again. Like, no one's really going to care that you got them not a good enough gift. But when in doubt, I think that something that's really awesome to get someone that's not a gift is just getting an experience. So get them like, a fitness class or a ticket to go see someone. These gifts can often be a lot cheaper than actually getting something physical. And it can actually be a lot more fun. It can be like a bonding experience, whether it be for both of you or just for that person alone. Like if someone got me like two comedy tickets, which are like, I don't know, like 10 bucks each, $20 gift right there, not too bad. I would love that. Probably a lot more and would remember that more down the line than if you bought me like Beats headphones or something like that. Point is, don't allow gifts to stress you out because long-term people really do forget them. And to end the podcast today... I've obviously talked about stressful situations, things that make us anxious. Just remember, take care of your mental health, take time for yourself, don't worry about gifts, awkward conversations, be confident in facing them head on. And if it's someone that's a really stubborn family member or friend, just try to deter them because you're there to be the family and it's not always gonna be perfect, and that is okay. And if you're getting attacked, yes, it's important to have the conversation, as I always say in every podcast episode, but I just think the holidays may not be the time because once again, everything's in hands and we're not in real time. It's better to have these conversations in a more calm type of setting. And lastly, I asked you guys to tell me a fuzzy holiday moment that you guys have experienced because not everything's anxiety and awfulness. Obviously, we have the cute moments that we all talk about, so I wanted to share some with y'all. My whole family's coming this year. I am so excited. I love the time that my nephew saw the snow for the first time. I almost cried. My brother was in charge of the food one year. He burnt half of it. So we had to buy Frozen the journals, and we had the best time ever playing board games. It was my first time meeting my boyfriend's family and they treated me so well and I was just so happy that I fit right in. I will never forget the first Christmas people spent at my house that I bought with my own money. I was so proud. See guys, it's not all ugly. It can be cute. At least for me, like, I definitely really value, like, my family time And once again, I also obviously love the lights and the food and the fact that it makes me feel grateful for where I am in that time and the fact that I can actually be lucky enough to see my family. So enjoy the holidays. I hope the podcast either humored you a little bit and made you excited for the holidays. And even though there are times that are stressful about it, let's always remember to take care of ourselves and try to make the most of every single situation. Okay, guys. Happy holidays. I don't know if I'll do another holiday one. I might because I really like Christmas. But anyways, I hope that you guys have an amazing weekend. Do what empowers you. Do what makes you happy. Don't you dare be a Grinch. And feel free to Mrs. Claus a bitch or two if you need to. Okay, guys. See you next week.